Hello, hey everybody, this is uh, Kevin at Podcast for Me. A podcast I've made for myself as well as you, the, the audience. I'm your host, K Dog, also known as Bringer of Truth. No, not really. Anyways, recording this podcast a week after my other podcast, so I've finally broken the rhythm of a podcast every other week. And got back to my ritual every week, hopefully. It's been a very eventful news week, so there was a lot to go off of. And uh, so on and so forth. Without further, let me talk about my life. If you're new to this podcast, I talk about my life. Um, I talk about... Um, the news and I riff off the news meaning I, I make comments about the news and just little things after that you know whatever notes I've written down for uh, man I'm super thirsty I've noticed that this last uh, after since um, the daylight savings I've been real thirsty lately I don't know why it's weird I usually drink water quite a bit so it's kind of weird for me to be thirsty period I think I have cancer, maybe, I don't know. I always say that. I bumped my head the other day, and I was like, forgot about it. And later on, I was like, I felt my head, and I was like, oh, man. I uh, have cancer, obviously. There's a bump on my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I hit my head. I forgot. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you want to comment or um, pose a counterpoint to my podcast or any ideas that I have, you reach me at podcast for me. Uh, at gmail.com um, I'm also on Facebook and I'm also on Twitter with the same name podcast for me not podcast and then the number four but F-O-R so podcast F-O-R me you know because the podcast for me <laughs> anyways alright here let's let's break into some news here mm. so a lot of the news this week is about this shooting in fact there was a shooting just recently a couple days ago oh yeah the date is 3-16-2019 again that's uh, March the 16th 2019 and uh, there's a shooting that happened so most of the news is comprised of this the shooting and I have a couple little notes on that I, I usually don't want to report or talk about like mainstream news like things that are happening too much unless I have something to say about it because I think that uh, the general consensus of people you know they they get they get enough of the news in their face through their Facebook feeds and so on and so forth you know so who am I to keep pushing more of a, I hate Trump or you know guns are bad abortion's good that kind of thing so but like I do have comments on this uh, this news story over here so um so what happened was there was a shooting in New Zealand where this uh, white guy, I have to say, state that he's a white guy because it's a big deal, he went into a mosque and uh, shot up like 49 Muslims. He went to a, a Muslim church and just shot up a bunch of people and killed uh, 49 people in New Zealand, you know. And everyone's using this as a uh, gun control issue or a... <sighs> or a um, white nationalists are everywhere and they're going to destroy the world, that kind of thing. 
more fear-mongering, I, I, would, I would say. So I was reading this one article on the Huffington Post. It goes, Trump encourages violence from his supporters. They're listening. So what this report does is take something that Trump said and said, see, that's why this guy did it. It's not that he's crazy or anything. The real issue, it's more of a, you know, it's white nationalism, you know, and Trump is the one who's emboldening these guys to do that. But you know what? White dudes killing a bunch of people have always been going down since the 90s and so on and so forth. So to, to just blame Trump for it, I mean, you're, you're making a mountain over a mohill. You know, this guy says words all the time. And if you want to cherry pick something out of that, that he says, I mean, you can make that argument. So what did he say to incite rage, right? He, in this article, it's not saying that this particular time he said that that was the direct result of the shooting he says um uh president donald trump this week issued oh i guess it was this week issued a thin, thinly veiled threat of violence so what is that a thinly veiled threat of violence thinly veiled meaning it's something that's behind something that you could see through i guess against his opponents he said, saying that members of the police, military, and biker gangs could play it tough if they reach a certain point. What in God's name does that even mean in pretending to the guy who jumped into a church and started shooting people? He's saying that police, military, and biker gangs, why did you pick biker gangs? They're going to start some shit if they reach a certain point. That's so vague. <laughs> I mean, like... Uh, people get angry and they could do bad things if they reach a certain point. That's what he did, you know. But he just chose groups. He chose the police, military, and biker gangs of all people. Uh, I don't know what the common thread there is. Uh, this article then says it's disturbing, you know. I have support of the police, the support of the military, the support of bikers for Trump. Trump told Burbart later this uh, week I have a tough I have the tough people but they don't play it tough until they have to go to a certain point and then it would be very bad very bad and you don't understand the context of what that means within this article because it doesn't cite what was the question asked of Trump I mean Trump just routed that out you know and then is it really inciting violence right uh, I have tough people, and they, they, they could play it tough if they need to. So you're saying because he said that, this dude took it as a call to arms to shoot fucking 49 people in a mosque randomly? Is it, is it, well, okay, what's more, I don't know, truthful in, the, in these two aspects? Trump saying, I can, I have tough people working for me or they're supporting me and shit gets rough. They'll do tough things or a crazy person. I mean, to not call this person crazy is a bit stupid and disingenuous because, I mean, how many people are really jumping into uh, churches and shooting a bunch of people randomly, right? There's not that many. 
Is it, I mean, obviously, because it was 49 this time around. and the, I mean, if this was happening in a lot, you know, it'd be every day. But it's not every day. It's every, like, three, four months. And then what the media does is embolden these people by reporting it and putting more of their names out there and just keep keep making them more infamous. I bet they'd be less... In, there's people dying right now in some part of the country or world doing slave labor of some sort or child rape of some sort and there's probably way more of that going on but you don't really see that in the news but what you do see is when one white guy kills a bunch of people and he killed 49 that's a lot you know out of 8 billion he killed i mean the grand scheme of things that's still a lot but there's like way more people dying of random other things you know like dying in a pool and things like that these are silly arguments to you know counter conversations in which you say we need to do something about gun control and things like that you know i think it's a more complicated issue than just saying you know let's get rid of guns because <sighs> i'm pretty sure that if given opportunity same crazy guy would figure out another way of killing a lot of people you know in a greater fashion than just guns i mean whatever gets them famous you know i mean why aren't people using flamethrowers all the time you know it's probably hard to get their hands on it, so maybe, maybe, maybe an argument for gun control could happen. But the, these kind of articles right here are really—they do more harm than good because it just rallies people against Trump and you know to hate on him for something he didn't really do. Uh, Trump just talks shit. That's what he does. That's all he ever does. And uh, people do crazy things. Those are two different things. They're not. I mean, really. Uh, historically, I mean, you could watch uh, a fucking cereal commercial and that can incite rage because you're fucking crazy to begin with. You know, to just to just say that if Trump didn't exist, this wouldn't have happened. Um, actually, it would have. I mean, Trump wasn't like real big advocate of anything. You know, when the two two twin uh, two bro to, the two guys in Columbine shot up that school, they just did that. You know, and that was a. A disenfranchised youth, you know, who felt it like the world's against him. So, you know, they had to strike out against the world, you know, like, hey, you know what? I want to be noticed. You know, that's really what you got going on here. The fact that they caught the dude alive is amazing. But uh, this, these kinds of news articles are terrible because it just, like, it, it, it shines light where it doesn't need to be shined. I mean, like, there's all sorts of things that Trump does that should be shined. And we should focus on that. But him taking words out of a sentence and then linking it to the murder of other people. I mean, any given Sunday, any week, you could have took something out of something that Trump said and said, see, that's what that's what happened. That's because it's Trump's fault. It gives that person less validity in anything they report. You know, it means that they're just... You're shooting for a headline, right? This is what we need to do. We need to hate on Trump. That gives us more views, and therefore, let's do that. So instead of seeing a biased or unbiased news report, I'm seeing a biased news report and, you know, fudging the facts a little, you know? Yes, Trump did say things. Yes, there was a murder. No, those two aren't related. I mean, that's an easy thing to break apart. But let me, uh, let me, let me change subjects real quick then. Or should I just continue on the Trump hating? Let's talk more about this then. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, Washington Post 
editorial board condemns Donald Trump Trump's response to the mosque shootings. So a big thing in the news is that they want Trump to denounce white supremacy groups and things like that. And Trump makes a, a actual truthful statement. He goes, white nationalism isn't the biggest thing ever. You guys are just making this a big deal out of nothing. There are always going to be racists. That's going to happen. And with that, you will have groups of racist. Uh, racist. And if you want to use white nationalists, you know, you want to call that a, a racist group, you can. Is that a big group? I don't think so. I mean, I don't have the stats, but I mean, there are more people for causes like global warming and um, let's get rid of Trump. You can find that. You throw a rock, you'll find that person. But white nationalists, they're very far and few between. You rarely see one of them. And when you do see them, they kind of walk stiff. You know, you know where they're at. You know, they, they form their little groups and everything like that. And that's just thanks to Internet. They're able to form their little communities and seem like a bigger voice than they were. You know, you'd have, say, a village of 100 people and you have 100 villages and say one out of that 100 is a white nationalist, right? Back in the day, they would they would be left alone. But because they can now talk to each other, that 100 one out of a hundred, you know, a hundred villages got together, and now it seems like a hundred white nationalists. It seems like a lot when there's over, you know, what, what was what's my math here? Uh, Nine hundred people that aren't into it. So I mean, I don't know. I'm using numbers without using stats, but I'm just saying that you know you have a small speck in the, in a grand scheme of things, and the fact that you give them a fucking voice, you empower them, you embolden them to do the things that they want to do white nationalists are weak and small you know i might get killed for saying shit like that they might like single me out one day but i mean like realistically speaking in, in eight billion people there's not that many white nationalists um and to think that they're they got some kind of a global effort to fucking kill muslims and shit like that that's misleading because if, if it was truly a thing they'd constantly be doing it why not you know, it wasn't hard for Homeboy to get a gun and shoot them. I mean, he had to go through background checks and then just be go crazy and then start shooting people. I mean, if that if there was a group of these people that were like that, there'd be way more shootings than there are now. They'd be shooting every day. I mean, if you're saying it, you know, there's like a billion guns out there, you know, and it's easy to get guns. So, I mean, like, they really would be killing every day. I'm just saying, you know. But... The news is reporting that because Trump isn't saying, um, you know, the white nationalists are to blame. I mean, you got a bit of a mixed uh, bag of shit there because white nationalists exist. Crazy people exist. People kill, you know. One thing isn't leads to another. It is, it's not automatic that it's white nationalists. Let's give it a white nationalist. It's, it's a crazy person. I'm pretty confident if you analyze this guy, white guy, middle age, maybe below middle age, um, disenfranchised. He has no real community because our, our world's all about hating instead of forgiving and trying to accept people. We like to make more enemies than allies. You know, like if you have a, say, once again, let me use my hundred village thing. If you got the hundred villagers and you got the one guy who's a piece of shit, 
you know, rather than trying to bring him into the fold of the group, what we do is push him out of the group. And therefore, he then gets in. He's like, I got nobody else to go with, but there's another guy in another village just like me. And then they just kind of glop together. So you created a enemy that grew bigger because you did that. You know, if we were just more forgiving, if we just these these people in society that just want to shit on other people, if you just kind of show them the way rather than pushing them out. You know, say, oh yeah, it's fucking hate speech, you piece of shit. Da 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 that da 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 that you know you create these groups of men who glop together and form these echo chambers of you know fuck yeah we should hate Muslims and shit like that so something that was very small you pushed into and you made bigger as opposed to you know if you had just grabbed that dude and accept him into your society and what does that even mean i mean i don't know don't shit on him listen to his views have better views if a group of people have better views you know usually kind of like eh, you let it fizzle out but no you instead of accepting this person you let him go and he kind of just clopped together with more evil people and did an evil thing that's uh, more of a thought process than anything Let's see what we got here. This fucking guy, though. We got this Australian senator, though. This guy's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> he blames the Muslim for the New Zealand uh, mosque shooting. You know, I mean, that's the headline, but he really did. He goes, I mean, let me read this. Uh, headline. 49 dead. Wow, that's rough. All right. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Willis, the kind of violent vigilantism can never be justified. Uh, see, he, he uses that, and it means he's not about vigilanteism. That's not saying that you're, you're anti what happened. You're just against vigilism, vi vi vigilanteism. You know, if it's the police doing it, it's okay. But if, if it's a vigilante, it's not good. Which is kind of right, I guess. What it highlights is the growing fear within our community, both in Australia and New Zealand, of the increasing Muslim presence. Right there. He's showing that there's a fear against Muslims. So this vigilante illustrated a fear in the group. Let us be clear. While Muslims may be the victims today, usually they are the perpetrators. Wow. Wow. I mean, fucking. 50 fucking people are dead. 49 exactly, but 50 people are dead. And you're saying that. You know, vigilante, that's wrong. But it just shows how people are afraid. And usually, the Muslims are the bad guys. Damn, man. That senator put that shit out there after 50 people died. A heinous act. Uh, now this gets kind of crazy with the writing. because The bigoted and dangerous uh, point of view is one that is uh, anning. I don't know. The fuck is that word? you anning has been peddling for oh that's his name <laughs> that's the name of the center has peddling for some time in august he called for a final solution to the muslim this is quotations immigration problem evoking a reference to the nazis final solution terminology used to target jews during the holocaust and its final solution a vote to ban muslims from the country was ignored wow you know what? No, I mean, 
Yeah, th these fucking guys are just super racist. But there should be a con- Whoa. What? Facebook, shut up. Mute. There we go. I think that banning Muslims, let's just straight out and say that's a wrong thing to do. I'm going to say that now, 2019, as of now. The Kevin now says, let's not do that. But I think we should have a conversation on why people think this way. What brings a person to think that way? Now, if you're saying to yourself it's because he's racist, that could be true. But let's have a conversation about it. You know, like there might be something to learn there. And from that, if you were able to learn what drives a person to say something like that and what are his arguments, maybe we could kind of figure out <clears throat> a better way, a better conversation to have than to just outrightly say, you know, ban Muslims and things like that. Muslims are bad guys and all that. A common theme in America is to just... Uh, just kind of shit on everybody and every opinion that they have that's different from theirs as opposed to having a conversation. It's like the hardest thing in the world to just like, okay, so you want to ban Muslims, huh? Why do you want to ban Muslims, he'll say. Because they're, they do this, this, and that, terrorists, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay, can you give me an example? And then he will say something, and then you can kind of go from there and work your way through it, you know? I'm not the guy to have that argument. I'm not the guy to have that conversation. But I wouldn't mind asking questions and thinking like that and going from that resolve. You know, I mean, because there's aspects of any culture that are shitty, you know, if you look hard enough. And you just say, oh, yeah, we should ban this amount of people. I mean, fuck. I mean, you know, white people keep pushing, but eventually you're going to end up banning yourselves. I mean, <laughs> I mean, holy shit, you know. Now the new narrative in America is to hate the white man, really. The white straight male. So it's like uh, a thing in which uh, you keep creating this thought process of banning without thinking. Ugh. You know, eventually it'll just be you who's getting banned, which sucks. And there's things to be learned there, too. Because we're going to continue these thought processes, which I'll get further into later on in this podcast. But damn, that's fucking hardcore. <laughs> the final solution. I wonder if he knew what he was doing when he did it. Check it out. So, <laughs> I guess, so, before Homeboy went and shot that mosque, he said, PewDiePie, sick and, he said, uh, I think he said subscribe to PewDiePie, right? Right before he did that shit. Uh, subscribe to PewDiePie, yeah, I know. And then a lot of people turned it into a thing in which this fucking PewDiePie, fuck him, and... <laughs> Everything he represents and blah, blah, blah. P PewDiePie. Never in a million years I think I would use that word in a sentence or that would be popular at all. So PewDiePie is a famous uh, YouTuber, person who makes YouTube videos. And he has had this campaign to subscribe to him. So he's getting people to try to subscribe to him and all that bullshit, right? And um, this guy said that. And just, you know, knee-jerk reaction. People are thinking, you know, PewDiePie is the one who caused this shit and things like that. Not everybody, but some people, you know. It just, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that Homeboy didn't say, like, do not rape. <laughs> then people would shit on that terminology or something like that. Or, um, uh, I don't know, like anything noble. Something like, uh, 
be kind to children, you know, as, as you start shoot, shooting people. Then you might want to shit on that. Because you, you're shooting, shitting on a YouTuber who has nothing to do with anything in compare, with in, res, in resulting in killing. PewDiePie is just a fucking personality. He's nothing to be, like, scared of or anything like that. He's he's just right now the, the new it thing. Eventually he'll fizzle out. I don't know why that's a thing in which... Good thing he didn't say, I love The Simpsons, and then he went and shot. <laughs> then it would create the negative context for that you know it kind of sucks alright am I done with all the shootings and such yes I am that's all I got for uh, all the gun control let's just let's jump into some oh, oh, alright news so James Gunn who is the director and writer of the Guardians of the Galaxy one of my favorite movies if you ever listen to this podcast I make a couple of reviews. I really love that uh, movie. Made me cry man tears. It's really good. I mean, the first movie, I remember Guardians of the Galaxy when it first came out. It was a it was a thing in which uh, it was a shit comic. Like, who gives a fuck? It was a who gives a fuck comic, right? And they made a movie about it. And I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. So you go and watch that movie, and in the first five minutes of that first movie, you're fucking tearing up because they just... Spoiler alert, they kill off this cancer mother lady, and that shit sucks. They bring it all back towards the end, and it works. That's a good movie. That's a good movie, you know, all around. Even if the comic book didn't exist, it, it was a good movie. It made a shit comic book great, you know, with all its characters and everything like that. And then you got the sequel, which is I thought was better. A lot of people didn't like the sequel, not enough action. It was more emotional than anything, but I like that kind of shit. I don't need to see action as much as I, I like, you know, because it's all the same thing, you know. It's a bit of a dance, right? Bad guy does this, good guy does that, bad guy starts to win, good guy finds new resolve and beats the bad guy. That's in every interaction when it comes to action. Um... And then there's variations of that, like bad good guy just demonstrates his superiority. Bad guy comes in. This is like an overarching plot, and uh, the good guy overcomes him. Whatever the fuck. Anyways, so there's a lot of emotional parts in that second movie. It made me cry hard, you know. Like spoiler, uh, Hondu man, he says this line. He goes, "He may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy." You know, that was really good stuff, man. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. Uh, and that was all made by, you know, James Gunn, his cast. He, he directed the cast. He wrote the story, puts this music in. He knew what he was doing. So, fast forward to nowadays, like last year, somebody posted some comments he made when Twitter was young, like 10 years ago. And he made some bad jokes. They were terrible jokes. They're not funny at all. You just have to understand the context of what he was saying. But they were not cool at all, and it made it sound kind of like like he was a child pedophile, which, it, but he isn't. There's no evidence to the contrary. He just made jokes about this shit, right? He then apologizes for his comments, right? And this is all within like ten years ago. Fast forward to recent, somebody posts those comments that he already apologized for, and um, you know people are like, oh fuck, he's a child pedophile because people only read. Like a headline here or a couple words out of a sentence and that's it. People don't like listening to more than one or two words out of a sentence. They can't it's it's just not a thing. Most people. Not everybody, but most people. If you if you talk short, you know, get to the point, you can get most 
most things through. But if you actually have a layered conversation, you're fucking losing. You know, in fact, for this podcast, the people that are listening are probably like a, an ascended being, if anything, because they're listening to the whole breadth of a conversation between myself, really, and my thoughts. You know, I mean, you could just listen to bits and pieces of what I said and then just say, oh, yeah, he's obviously racist against Muslims because I said I read a word and, con- and then out of a sentence, like I'll say something like um, I read an article, ban all Muslims. Now, I read the article. It doesn't mean it came from me. But if someone were to just clip that out and say, oh, he says bad Muslims, fucking he's a racist, obviously, you know, rather than listening to the whole context. And people go through their lives doing this. They only listen to bits and pieces of words, and that's it. That's the end of the sentence. That's the whole conversation. Even though they're not really listening to the context of anything, they're just, that's the way it is. Homeboy makes a fucking couple of jokes. Rather than reading the hundreds and hundreds of tweets before or after, that led up to a tweet. They just assumed he was a child pedophiler. So Disney, without without hesitation, fired him. This this created a big rift because this is when it becomes a thing in which left eats left. It's a thing in which you know uh, you you just you're not understanding context. You're just reacting. Uh, you're not really thinking. You know, and um, it was more prevalent than ever before, and it started growing. From then on, you know, you would have um, people saying things years ago and then people bringing it up and it became, oh, this is the who you are. The The reality of things, and, and people should understand this, is who you are now was not who you were 10 years ago. Or, no, who you were 10 years ago isn't the who you are now because people grow and they evolve. You know, when I was a baby, you know, I shit in a diaper. Doesn't mean do I shit in a diaper now? No. You know, give me time, but I'm just saying, as of now, I don't shit in a diaper. But you get the point. All human beings grow up and they change their opinions and thoughts. So it's a fucking weird thing where something you yourself do throughout all your life have no understanding of another person that does the exact same thing. So he makes these bad jokes 10 years ago, apologizes. You still think this guy's the same guy? No. He's not. Will he make those jokes again? You bet your ass he won't. But do you even forgive? Do you even try to understand? Now you want to push him out. You're lucky that other people took him in, you know? You know, rather than create a situation where out of 100 people in the tribe, you push the one guy out and he glops to someone else shitty, he glopped to the other 99 people of the tribe. Meaning he got with other companies and they... They accepted him and loved him, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, let's be real. But they accepted him, you know? They understood the context of what he did, and they understand what the fuck happened, you know? And so you lost this guy to the enemy, if anything, really. Of uh, So Marvel or Disney was like, you know what? Let's forgive him. So as of yesterday it happened, uh, 3-15-2019, a multi-trillion dollar industry... <laughs> decided that they were wrong and rehired James Gunn for the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which they had fired him last year for, you know? And, of course, James Gunn takes a very, you know, not a political, but, like, a a very gracious way of accepting, you know, their apology. He doesn't shit on them for shitting on him immediately. He goes, ah, it sucks, man. He never talks shit about them. 
maybe he knew that he would come back. But, you know, that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 would have been shitty. Like, no one would have watched that fucking movie. But it does cause a, a divide amongst people. Yeah? P- people still believe he's a child molester or whatever the fuck, you know? Even something he didn't do. He made a comment and he's a child molester. And so people still, st- it's still stuck in their mind. So you got a bit of a riff. Because you got people saying, oh, you, if you watch this movie, you're all about child molesters. And you're like, no, no, you watch this movie, it means you like, one, a movie. And two, you don't think that a, a couple of bad jokes ten years ago doesn't define you as a person, you know. It is a strange thing that the, a, a company like Disney noticed that and changed their ways. Most times, and it just shows how the times are changing. Most times corporations keep pushing forward, you know. And uh, usually when bad mistakes happen, they kind of correct them in a different way, you know. They make more mistakes or they they add to whatever. But they never try to, you know, fix their mistakes. They just try to correct them. And that's that's the big difference, you know. Like there's a difference between I'm constantly spilling oil everywhere, but I'm just going to clean it. You know, clean the oil that I spill every once in a while. You know, I'm still making the same mistakes, but I'm only like... Fixing some of them, you know, as opposed to just like, why don't I need to stop doing the oil spills, you know, and then be said, you know, you know what I'm talking about, big oil, fuck you. Anyways, <laughs> Disney made a mistake, you know, and they, they made a mistake in the way they think, and I'll get into this later with thought processes, but um, they, uh, they just had a knee-jerk reaction. Something happened in the media, and they just decided to fire him without actually thinking about it, you know? And that's the second time I've seen that happen in the last two in the last year, I would say. Um, it's crazy because usually these, these companies just make the reaction, and they don't go back. But they're now starting to do this. They're now starting to make the mistake and then uh, kind of go backwards. And hopefully they stop making the same mistake, you know, just reacting to shit. That's the mistake they're constantly making, but that and that's a thought process that they they haven't figured out. All they're doing now is just remedying their thought process. They're like, you know what? We we took the pulse of the people. We decided, you know, yeah, let's hire them back. Uh, the the first time I've seen that happen was AMC. Some shit started some shit with this one guy. Said, yeah, he abused me and did it, did it, did it, and then. They fucking fired him, and then they decided not to fire him. So that was a big, big deal. It was crazy that the company would do that. I thought this was pretty cool. It's great that um, the Disney did that because the Guardians of the Galaxy three, one and two were perfect. So the the same you want to keep the same people doing the same thing. So if it does fail, it's the failure of those people, not the failure of other outside sources. A lot of people are shocked. I'm reading the comments. I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked too. I can't believe they did that. I feel good. Very pleased. Never should have fired him in the first place. I'm curious when fire. Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find one that says, you know, fuck this guy. The alt-right can see a victory. <laughs> Alright. Whatever. Anyways, that's it. Alright. I still got more news. I got... One, two, three, four, four more articles I want to go through, guys, and then I'll get to my sex trial. Sex trial witness. What the fuck is that? I'll get to that later. All right. 
Senate slaps down Trump's border emergency. Republicans defect. So it's cool now in our society. We're getting to see how the government works. It just sucks that we're not doing anything. All right, let me throw some shit out real quick. So Trump wants to build this fucking wall. It feels like a comedian stuck in a bad joke. He wants to build this fucking wall. So when he runs again, he could say, see, I built the wall like I said I did. Uh, but I don't even think he believes in that. I'm pretty sure if he ever wrote a tell-all book, it's, I didn't want to build this fucking wall. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, so Trump, uh, ibuprofen's kicking in. I was fucking dying earlier. Um, Trump wants to build this wall. Uh, he wanted, he held the government for like two months. People weren't getting paid because his asshole didn't want to relent on this whole wall thing. He goes, I'm not going to... So you got to sign a budget every year. He didn't want to sign the budget, so he's going to let the government shut down for this. So he goes and uh, shuts the government down to get this fucking wall. At the very end of it, he goes, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to make this a national emergency. So he goes... Uh, sorry, guys. I had to burp out some spam. Um, he goes... All right, I'll declare a national emergency. So it reopens the government, declares a national emergency. And now the uh, Senate has blocked his proposal, his emergency. So he tried to force his way into building the wall. The actual government, with checks and balances, stopped him. Now Trump is threatening to veto. And this is one of those things. Like, <clears throat> like if you ever, ever took a government class, that's one of the things they teach you. In government that the president has a couple powers he's got he's got the detonator codes I hope they would tell you that and he has the ability to veto and that's really his big power I guess they say I remember in government back in the day this is way back in the day so things may have changed they said that um, when I was a kid they said that <clears throat> the president has veto that was a test question power to veto meaning he's able to get his bill passed if he just you know stops them blocking his uh, thing now what they also teach you is that when he does a veto they can still overturn it so you have your what you know your parts of your government you got the president you got your congress and they can always overturn whatever he says so it could it could just be a deadlock forever and they created that system in place so that you would never have a a, a, a a tyrant. You can't have one person controlling the world. You don't have a king. You have a president. And you have a government. You know, like a Congress and Senate and all that. And House of Representatives. And you got you got these two things fighting each other all the time. You know, checks and balances. You know, and always a group of people will always overturn the one guy. You know, the president really does have only one real power that. Oh, he's got two two real powers. I don't think they talk about enough. Is he has the power to create his administration you know the people who are in per certain parts of government he could choose people and then they're you know his basic government you know and uh, he could fire him i think as, as well but he's in charge of that right so his administration could do a bunch of shit maybe but it could still be deadlocked by the government uh the by congress and everything else like that the senate so what else what other power does he have that he's not utilizing um and it's a true power it's, it's the truest thing that we've ever had in america 
he can't force anything, but what he can do is galvanize. He can he energize people into going certain things, like a true leader. A leader doesn't just force people to do what he says. I mean, I mean there are people who are in charge that do that, but they don't really lead. A leader really gets people to do what you want them to do, you know, by any means necessary, right? I mean, usually it's through charisma. You know, and uh, that's really what the president's power is. One person in Congress isn't going to really change the entire Congress and president himself. But the president has a little bit more power in that sense because of the position he has obtained. To obtain that position, he has already galvanized enough people to get to vote his way. He's manipulated the system to get to what he needs. And with those powers combined, he should, by measure, be able to talk people into doing what he wants. That's really, and, he, and it carries more weight than, say, congressman or a, a, a fucking senator or some judge or whatever. Because the president is like the, the, the number one guy. And with that, he says... <clears throat> So if you have Bob, and Bob's just the center, and he says, we should stop crime, it's not as powerful as if the president says, we should stop crime. More people would be more inclined to listen to the president. And it's the same message, it's just that it's the president saying it. And that's a power that Trump's not using. What he's doing is creating, and this, is, this shows you the inefficiency of a president that he is. It's not like a lot of people like to say, well, he got this done and that done and everything like that. Now, he's created a lot of gridlock. And you could blame the, the, the Congress and the Senate, but they're a group of people. You have one guy causing that unrest. You know, everybody else is just a group of people voting and having conversations, being paid off by corporations. But you have the one guy who's just the one guy. You know, he's got people talking around him and everything. But ultimately, it's just the one guy who has to kind of get people to do things. And he's not getting it done. He wants to build this wall. He has not got enough people to fucking get this going. He's just creating a, a lot of deadlock. And that's what makes him a bad president, you know? I mean, Bush, I'm not going to say he's the best or worst, but he got us to fight a fucking war we didn't need to fight. You know? Now, I'm talking about the second Bush, not the first Bush. That second Bush, man, weapons of mass destruction, all that shit, man. Fucking, we, we were out there. We got we got ourselves some people, man. We got ourselves some Saddam Hussein and all that shit, dude. I mean, we moved that. I don't know, man. It was like we were fighting. Because, okay, so 9-11 happens, right? And we're pissed off. We need some Osama bin Laden. A couple years later, all of a sudden, we're in Iraq. And I'm like, what? what? How did that happen? You know? And then we're looking for weapons of mass destruction and all that shit. Now that, I have to say, is a good president in the sense, not because of what he did, it's it's the how he did it. And that's what makes a good president. Now, whether you have to support your president in the sense that you're in America, you like the things that you are in America, you're a team America. Fuck yeah. You know? And um, if we're going to do bad shit, we got to move in that direction, you know, and hope that the next guy is a better dude. He's a better driver. You know, but if we're fighting the fucking driver all the time, I mean, that driver's bad because he, he wasn't able to convince a lot of us to just kind of go the direction we needed to go. You know, homeboy Bush, he was able to fucking make us fight a war. <laughs> I mean, we're still over there. 
you know. So I have to say, you know, when you talk about efficiency, you know, there's a real good contrast. And now people are like, man, I wish I had Bush. You know, now you got Trump, and he's not able to give a little to get a little. He's not able to do any of that. He just creates this whole long fucking deadlock. And is that a good thing? No, of course not. It'd be good if we went a direction, like build a wall. If we built the fucking wall, then that would be good. I mean, perspectively, if you're talking about good and bad president. If we didn't build the wall, if that was his idea, let's not build the wall. We didn't build the wall. That'd be good, too. It's just If we just go a certain direction, that'd be good. Not making any choice, you know, go left, go right, up or down, let's just stay centered. That's a bad thing. I mean... At least with Hillary, we would have went a certain direction. She knows how to play the game. We would have went back and forth with a lot of shit and shat all over her. But with Trump, we're not going anywhere. We're just stuck. <laughs> and that's why I think he's a bad president. I think I could argue that with a lot of people. And you could make an argument and say, yeah, he did this. He got this passed. And he got that done. But, I mean, so you're telling me that you shut the government down. For this fucking wall, you shut the government down. You then created a emergency bill, however many people it took to do that, and then they blocked you. So you created a, a, a thing where they had to block you, and now you get a veto, which is another fucking bunch of thing that we have to do. And you block that, and then they're gonna have to fucking vote you out—not vote you out, but block that. So I mean, it just—it's just a never-ending cycle of going back and forth. Uh, I don't know. That, those are my thoughts on that. Take them as you are. Let me get to my next article. Come on. I don't know why that opened. Tesla. Here's another. Th this is a bunch of weird shit going on. Ah, this bothers me. Mom embarrassed after being shamed for breastfeeding in a courthouse. Stop sexualizing women. That has a lot of things built into it. So this lady decided to breastfeed in court. And I guess somebody said, hey, could you do that somewhere else? And uh, there's not much information about it. Was she just, uh... yeah, there's not information on how she was doing it. You know, um... here are my views on this. Breastfeeding should be natural, right? You should just be able to whip out that breast and uh, feed that baby. But I would also add to the caveat that you have like a little blanket and stuff like that. My wife breastfeeded all the time in public, and I am for that. But now she wouldn't just whip out her tit in front of everybody as as the baby's just eating it, you know, without covering herself. I mean, I mean, it's not it's not about time and place. It's just you know, I mean, we had the choice of having a kid. The other people, they didn't. They, I don't have to force my choice onto them. I don't force them to say, "Hey, you need to see this shit." You know, some people don't need to see that. You know, I. Now, telling them to go to the bathroom and what have you. See, it's a layered in thing, and it's becoming an issue of stupidity. We're just going to, it has to be one way or another. No, I think it's perfectly all right to breastfeed in public with the little sheet and everything, you know. I mean, what the fuck? You know, if you don't have the fucking sheet, then fucking go somewhere else then, if that's the case. Just be considerate to others, you know. I mean, yeah, it's a natural body function. So is shitting, pissing, and farting. And coming. You don't see me coming in public. I'm not like, ah, like that, you know. I mean, it's a natural bodily function, right? Shitting, I'm not like, that's a natural body function. I could die if I don't shit, you know. 
I don't have to do it in front of you. Eating. Eating is a natural body function, but I don't need to eat like inside of a library or anything like that where there's no eating allowed, loud chips and everything. I mean, to, to make an argument like it's a normal bodily function and we shouldn't sexualize it. Now, here you go again. You're turning a, you're, you're making an argument out of nothing. No one ever, I don't know, some people do get into that argument. Rather than saying, hey, let's do this in public, but you got to at least use the blanket or something like that, right? We have to say it's sexualizing and what have you, what not. And then people argue that and shit like that. And when she says, let's not sexualize it, you just, you, you created an argument that wasn't there. If people say, hey, can you just, you know, cover yourself, you know, that'd be tight, you know. When you gotta, when you gotta, you know, feed the baby, gotta feed the baby. That makes sense. But you need to just whip out the tit and show them, hey, look at this. I'm seeing a lot of women do this. They're empowered by these stupid ideologies, you know. Like they took a, they took a thought and went too far with it. That's like free bleeding, you know. Here I am, female, and I got a, I got a period. Let's just let it bleed into my pants, you know, because because it's it's a natural bodily function here you're taking something that's true but manipulating it for a fucking stupid reason you know no you shouldn't have your period all over the fucking floor just like i shouldn't pee on the floor like women take this and they they, they go too far with it like I, I work with this one lady and she's all like oh, i'm on my period da, da, da. Mom, i didn't need to fucking hear that you know and then um, i don't i didn't say that but i mean like i, I don't but just like I fart, I'm like, I'm going to fart, you know. I I actually made that argument. She made the silly argument back. She goes, I don't mind, you know. But that's not the point, you know. You can't just say, it's like nuclear war. You can't just say, you know, I can nuke you. I don't mind. I'll nuke you. <laughs> like, that that doesn't accomplish anything. What really matters is you're, you're doing something that I, I take offense to. Like, I don't want to see that, you know. Therefore you out of respect decide you know what they don't need to see that but now it's we're living in a world where we have to force everything upon everybody you know which is a weird thing you need to see this and if you feel uncomfortable about it it's your fault you know it's like i'm gonna walk around my dick in your face you know and if if you fucking are offended that's your fault that's stupid that's a stupid way of thinking we have to start thinking for others, not ourselves. You know, I I like to argue that. Hey, if you have a difference of opinion, you can email me at the podcast for me site. I have a website. You can get me on the Twitter. But I just think it's ridiculous. Now that they're taking something that is, it's true. You should be allowed to breastfeed in, in public. But can you use a blanket? That's cool too. But if you, if you know, like if someone comes up to you and says, hey, man, don't swoop that tit out and start doing that, you know, uh, let's have a conversation. I think at least it's, it warrants a conversation. If they, if you can convince me otherwise, let's do it. But uh, it's not like, why does it got to be my problem? Just like I don't curse in public. Only at least I don't try. I mean, I don't like say, you know what, fuck you, and then start saying the N-word and everything. It's your problem that you don't understand it. <laughs> That's stupid. That's impolite, you know. Uh, we just we're just losing ourselves because we don't have any actual problems in life you know we need it's like we're only good at war and things like that when, when war happens 9-11 happens we're all about doing some fucking hardcore shit but when it comes to peacetime dude we are fucked 
We just eat each other alive. Come up. We make problems in society to fuck with shit. It's just weird. All right. So I read this opinion article on the Jesse Smollett thing. So in 92, this guy was gay bashed, right? And he's talking about the Jesse Smollett thing. And if you don't know about that, let me, let me educate you. Jesse Smollett was a gay black actor, also Jew. And he lied to the police about being in Chicago and two random white dudes with MAGA hats, which is like Trump supporter, of course, choked him with a noose and poured bleach all over his face and told him, get out of America. Turns out he paid two black actors to do this shit. They practiced it, rehearsed it, and now he's going to jail for that. So this fucking guy, this goober of a person, uh, took it upon himself, like everybody else, even before, okay, before... Before Jesse Smollett came out and he went to uh, he, jail for this, it was a thing in which, you know, you've got to believe the victim and gay bashing's a thing that happens and we need to stop this shit and all that. And everyone just jumped on that train, you know, that victim train. And um, then they found out that he was lying and then that got kind of weird, right? So John Vlecker, the guest writer of Huffington Post, Plus this opinion piece, he goes, you know, hey man, it's fucked up that he did this, but in 92, uh, I got a bloody shirt because somebody beat me and gay bashed me in 92. Dude, motherfucker, that was the 90s. I mean, shit. You can't just say slavery exists for black people because it happened in the, you know, 1800s. And you go, here's proof. You know, so let's stop slavery. Like, people are caught up in this whole fucking narrative that shit that happened in the past are still happening now as a main thing. Yes, people do fucking gay bash. That's a true statement. Is it happening more? No, that's a false statement. Is is there a sudden rash of people killing gay people on the streets? No, that was the 90s. That was a big thing in the 90s, you know? Like, a lot of people didn't like gay people. Because people were, you know, as a society, were, you know, just come to terms with new shit. You know, they're just figuring things out. And now in 2019, I can guarantee you it's not a big thing. I can get, dude, you go and fucking do that to a gay person now in, in the city of San Diego. You're getting killed. You know, if you try to kill a gay person or whatever. Those people don't exist. That is not a normal thing. I'm, my kid now doesn't even like think gay people are a bad thing, you know? Because it's taught in school at an early age. It's been being taught for the last like, two, 2,000 years, since 2000, you know? And, and so on and so forth. That time is past. And to fucking push this um, narrative, you're, you're keeping something that's not... It's, you're going to always have people who don't like gay people. Maybe. I don't know. As long as you keep talking about it, I think that's what's going to happen. But is it a thing that's always? No. Is it a thing that's lessening? Yes. But we keep forwarding this narrative of this shit's happening everywhere. You know? No, it isn't. <laughs> and this guy's like, this shit's still happening. Just take my... And like at the very end of the article, he goes, look at this shirt I had in the 90s. This is proof that this shit is happening. In the 90s, you stupid fuck. You know, if I had fucking proof of something of slavery in the 1800s and said, hey man, slavery's fucking happening and black people are being enslaved as we 
fucking speak. See? And always remember, here's the proof of something that happened in the 18 goddamn hundreds. <coughs> but no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make something out of nothing. You know? I I mean, yes, of course. You're always gonna have a racist person, you always have a gay person. You're not gonna really get rid of that completely. But you are the racist. You are the gay basher. Bringing this shit up uh, in the 90s, this happened to be bringing that shit when it didn't have to be brought up at all. And it's like, I'm not anti. Let's not bring this shit up. I'm just you're you're trying to bring it up because you're trying to get people in, enraged about something that's not happening. You know, like I'm so mad about people being racist against black people and putting them in the back of the bus. No, bro, that's not happening anymore. I mean, it used to happen, and people are racist against black people, but is it a main thing? No. Fuck no. <laughs> and that's why we can't get rid of things, because you got these people pushing these politics that don't exist anymore. Yeah, you hate gay people. You hate black people. That's not real. That's, that's like saying, like, um, I don't know, cigarettes are good for you still. People don't believe that shit anymore. Cigarettes are bad for you. Back in the 50s, they thought it was good for you. But cigarettes now, everyone, general consensus is cigarettes are bad. You know? You don't see people fighting that argument. You know, oh yeah, cigarettes are still good for you. You know, no one's fighting that anymore. Let that shit die. Let this whole gay bashing thing die. It shit, people still do smoke cigarettes even though they're bad for you. Some people believe that it's alright, but that's not a group of people. It's weird. There are people out there that think, oh, you know what, my grandma smoked and she lived to 108 or whatever bullshit like that. But that's not everybody. That's just some goobers out there. So what do we do? Do we bring back shirts saying, don't smoke and da-da-da? No, we don't need to because it's done. Everyone understands the concept of how bad smoking is and how bad drinking is. And I, be, I bet money people understand how bad gay bashing is. So if we keep bringing this shit up, for fucking what reason are we bringing it up? Other than to, you know, hey, look, I'm virtuous because I'm anti-gay bashing. Look, bro, me too. <laughs> Everybody is. And it, the, if you find that one person, then you put them on the Facebook or Twitter. There you go. This guy, he's right. And then guess what? He'll be some, like, what, old-aged white guy or some shit because he's from a different time. Like people trying to bring up the past of what societies did back then. Look at this fucking guy. John Wayne was fucking racist because he said this shit. Oh, my bad. A white guy in the 70s is racist. You know, that's the fucking way it was. And to us now, it's racist. But back then, that was normal speak. They don't, they don't, they don't have the, the foresight of now, 2019, you know? Or 60s or 50s, whatever the fuck that time period was. But people... When you start judging the past people for shit that the future doesn't have, that's when things get kind of crazy. You know, you're losing track of your history. In the future, people are going to be freaking out on us, allowing people to get killed for shit they didn't have control over. Things like, uh, you know, like, uh, like uh, you know, child pedophilers. You know, like, we want to shit on them. And, I mean, it sucks. With the technology that we have now, we can't prove that, something there's a bang, brain chemistry in them that got fucked up we should kill them i mean like with the with the that's fucked up right but child pedophilers really just, they're fucked they're, they're stuck in this brain and we don't have the technology to fix that and i mean unless we figure this out or have a conversation it's always they're always going to be 
the child molesting people that they are. So they should be killed, to, you know, as a humane thing. But in the future, 100 years from now, we might figure out why what makes people tick why their brain does a certain thing and we can then fix that and then then the humane thing would be to fix them so they don't be the way they are you know and not accept this this mentality you know and well hopefully god i hope and then they think oh man those people were barbarians back then you know killing those rapists killing those murderers and things like that well, they probably had no control over it you know, they had their, their brains were moving the way they were, you know, because of how they grew up and the genetic disposition, epigenetics, all that bullshit. You know, we just don't have the science now. We're really in the dark ages when it comes to science and the mind. You know, we like to think that we're at a point, but it. I work at the family practice. I'm a medical assistant. I'm an x-ray tech. I, you just see things, and this is the way it is. You're going to hurt. That's it. You come in for back pain, you didn't do anything, just your back just fucking hurts. It's usually just arthritis or disc, and you're fucked, you know? <laughs> they, we do the physical therapy route, we do this, we do that, and everything else ends to the same thing. You're either going to do drugs or you're just going to live with the pain, and that's just the way it is. All right, man, this podcast is long. Just doing the news riffs along. It's an hour? Jesus Christ. Let's talk about Captain Marvel, feminism, and fragile fanboys, angst. So I just read this another opinion piece in the news, and they're talking about uh, Captain Marvel. And um, th this thing, this fucking bothers me, this shit right here. Captain Marvel was a great movie. <clears throat> Let's not get it twisted. I love that movie. Um, I teared up. There's parts I teared up. It was really good. Uh, when she, you know, standing up, you know, f oppression and things. She grew up in the 70s, motherfuckers. Not in 2019. This false narrative that women are being oppressed in 2019. Shut the fuck up. You guys are wrong. We have a longer argument about that, but you guys are all fucked up in the head if you think that women are being oppressed in 2019. It's, it does happen, just like cigarette smoke, <laughs> but it's not a big deal as it was in the 70s and 60s. This lady grew up in a time where women were not kind of being oppressed, but it, they were. You know, the society worked in a way where women couldn't do as much, you know. And it's not like men just created a cabal and just decided, hey, you know what, fuck women, you know. No, it was not allowing and sharing power with women. And um, it's not like they meant to. It's just the way it was, you know. And she was being oppressed in a way, you know. And she, uh, she broke, broke her chains, that kind of thing. And that was pretty cool. So I think that's not happening now. And um, I, I do blame men for this whole feminist movement, you know, because you just you just didn't share the power with women. You didn't allow them to have the opportunities. And now they're, like, trying to jump into every aspect that they don't even want to go into, you know. And they, they, they push and push and push for things that they don't really want to push, you know. And... Uh, here you got Captain Marvel. You got this movie. And um, it was really good. I really liked it. And then you got this false narrative being pushed. It's where um, if you dislike a certain thing, you're a troll or a nerd or a fanboy, and that's bad. There are movies that suck. And when people say that those movies suck, they're not trolls. They're people who think that movie sucks. Now, I have, you know, it's weird. I do have people, friends, and 
Uh, people I respect reviewed this movie and did say it sucked, but can't that just be chalked up to a difference of opinion as opposed to just being sexist? It has to turn into that, you know? Why can't ha someone just have a difference of opinion? You know, maybe... Maybe someone's opinion is mixed up in there in the sense of, you know, it's who, what they think about women, things like that. You know, it just, it just didn't feed them right, you know. My, I can see the gripe with the movie not being as good as a lot of people wanted it to be. is because you, can't, you came off of Infinity War, lots of action, because they all had built-in stories. So you didn't have to have much story, you could have more action. Um, Captain Marvel had to build a story from scratch. Problem is, they didn't have enough action in the beginning. They should have constantly had action going and things like that. And, um... I mean, Samuel L. Jackson was a great character. And maybe, maybe they should have had a couple more guy characters that were badass. And not so stupid, maybe. I don't know. Competent. And maybe that would have helped the cause. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard because I really enjoyed Captain Marvel and if I had to make uh, some changes I'd just put a little bit more action you know good meaningful action and call it a day you know and I'm pretty sure that would have gravitated towards people there was a chase scene and I always hate those I actually got bored at that part I was like ah shit here we are we're in a chase scene <laughs> those are like the worst I really hate chase scenes I, I really do but I would have had that I would have had more fighting or something like that and um, there was a lot of plot going on, and uh, I don't know, but I, but I like the movie. I do. I really do. Uh, but when when someone doesn't like the movie, let's not call them a fanboy or a troll of some sort. And yeah, some people did shit on the movie before. I I was one of them. I was like, ah, fucking this Brie Larson's not. She missed leg day. She did. She's cute. She should have worked out more. I'm just saying. I, I still stand firm on that stance. Like, <clears throat> if you have a Chris Hemsworth and you have a... Just name the dude superhero main guy and they're fucking built. So she should have put it the same level of commitment that those guys did. That's eating six times a day chicken and broccoli, you know? That's, that's what they did. And they fucking pumped iron like no other. Probably did steroids. She owes it to the fucking female kind to do the same exact work equality of anything but she didn't and i'm still with that but uh all because a movie is shitty don't really don't blame the fans that's stupid and that's a new narrative that's happened in the last like three four years where you started blaming the fans for shitting on a movie believe it or not some movies just suck but here's a line that i saw in part it was because brie larson who plays carol denvers and that opened in 2016 i do not need a 40 year old white dude to tell me that what see that fucked the movie she's talking about a 40 year old white dude. she she alienated 40 year old white dudes guess what lady most of your fucking fans are 40 year old white dudes but uh, you alienated them they had a voice and they grew their voice grew with other men creating this stupid false narrative that didn't exist in the movie and the movie works um, where's the part that bothered me in this fucking article? Captain Marvel is a perfectly entertaining movie. It is. See, that was pretty balanced, what they said about that. But where are we at? Female Center, Aquaman. Where is it at? Like dozens of movies, Captain Year. Was really a game changer? No, it wasn't. Captain Marvel, Trolls. See, and like... People review movies all the time and everything like that, but I didn't like 
um, Transformers, and a lot of people reviewed that movie and liked it, but I fucking hated that movie. And I made a movie review about it. So if you want to listen to another podcast, just kind of go on iTunes and search for, you know, the one where I'm talking about the uh, Transformers movie. And I fucking hated that shit. Where is it? It was about the time. Design attack people. Uh, people. Captain Marvel. Blah, blah, game changer. Blah, blah, blah. Patrolling has turned... Nah, trolls. A lot of trolls. Mention the trolls. We want more. No more. Nah. nah. Time. What, what, is, what is that thing? Time. Time. It was time something. It was a movie. I can't remember the name. The Wrinkle in Time. There it is. Uh, <clears throat> I don't need a... Oh, it's in Brie Larson's comment. Uh, it wasn't made for him. I don't need a 40-year-old white dude to tell me that it didn't work for him about a, a wrinkle in time. It wasn't made for him. Okay. What, what her comment was about that and the fact that the article was supporting what Brie Larson said, which is weird, is that <clears throat> she was talking about the wrinkle in time. You know what? Fuck. I'm just... I'm actually just bitching. You know what? This has nothing to do with anything. The fact that she said that The Wrinkle in Time wasn't made for a 40-year-old white guy, she's fucking right. <laughs> that movie sucked. I just ooh, I just saw that, and I just kind of gravitated towards it, and I wanted to riff about it because I wanted to go in. I wanted to <clears throat> move towards a rant on how I didn't like A Wrinkle in Time. That was such a shitty movie. I have a review on that. You can go into detail. But we are done with the news, and now we're going to go talk about some thoughts I had, some thoughting. Not car thoughts, but thought thoughts. She was dead to present. She just needed to raise for the now. Her message. Soft power connection. Oh. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Let's discuss gun control. New Zealand, my thoughts of gun and crazy people demanding Trump to condemn the shooting. Yeah, so I read a news article about... The gun shooting and everything like that. And everyone's trying to relate whatever happened in New Zealand to America about gun control. And they, they, they're turning it into a political thing. So, oh yeah, let me call this rib section. Section of ribs. Rib section. In the section of ribs. Anyways, so, <clears throat> so there was a shooting in New Zealand. You guys know that. I covered it earlier. And we're trying to roll. In America, we're trying to relate to that in a, in a way where it was... You know, we should have stronger gun control and things like that. See, the thing is, New Zealand has stronger gun control laws. It's not built into any constitution that they may or may not have. It's And, th and this shit happened. So to use the, the, the country that has stronger gun laws and not in their constitution to say, yeah, we should be fucking more hardcore, that, that's a self-defeating argument. And I don't know why there's no narrative being painted out like, look, they had stronger rules and they don't even have the shit in their constitution and this shit still happened. You know, I don't, I'm not even seeing that narrative. Somehow uh, in the news, it's a thing in which the shooting happened, guns are bad. <laughs> that's what it is. Not just that, it's like, oh yeah, so Trump should condemn this shit, you know? Why should Trump condemn this? I mean, yes, he should condemn this. Of course he should condemn this, right? I mean, but that goes without saying. I don't need to hear someone tell me this shit was bad. And from our president, you, unless you think that he thinks this is a good idea, do you really think that a man really thinks that, yeah, they should kill them Muslims? <clears throat> you think our president's really like that? 
I don't think so. I don't think so at all. If you're not if you're not reading the news and you're not paying attention to context, <clears throat> that fucking guy doesn't hate Muslims. I mean, yeah, he's banning Muslims. That's only because it's something to do. That's how it got him into office. He's just trying to make people happy. <laughs> and I don't even think he believes half the shit he says. If you think that, I think you're wrong. I don't have anything to go off of. I just have a feeling that that guy is a comedian who got stuck in a role. And he, what the fuck is he going to do? He's going to push forward. Because why not, you know? It doesn't bother him. I mean, like, if he gets fired from being a president or he stops being the president, he's still going to be a fucking millionaire, you know? And then after the presidency, he can say, yeah, I was a fucking president. What, what the fuck? <laughs> what, what now, bitch? You know, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah. And then a lot of people are just using that as an argument for gun control. Here, here's my thoughts on gun control. And this is true. This is from the – this has evolved. This has evolved over time. I have podcasts about what I thought about gun control. But I, I think I've come to the same idea over and over and over. Check it. You're not going to stop these killings of the people with guns, with getting rid of guns. They're going to find another way. They just are. And you can't with knives. You're going to ban knives and things like that. And I know I don't like the arguments of let me poke holes through an argument, and that just makes me right. I'm not down for that at all. I'm just saying I just think that there's a greater problem that is happening, and it's this you're a crazy fucking person to go kill a bunch of people. You know, that's it. You're crazy. You're not right. You're crazy. You know? And you're going to find a way to do... If you're, you're, your heart is set on killing a bunch of people, you're going to figure a way out killing people. Guns just make that easier, but they'll find a different way. I mean, if there's will, there's a way. What's wrong, really? It's men. They're disenfranchised. It's not women killing a bunch of people, although that happened like once. Uh, you, you got disenfranchised men. They have no community. They have nowhere to fucking go. You know, they, they, if they don't have a family, they're fucked. If they grow up in a society where they're being told they're the bad guys and they suck at life as well, <laughs> they got nothing. You know, and what accepts them into their communities is other people who are just like them, shitty as fuck. And what they do is they radicalize ideas. You know, they see these ideas like Muslims are bad. So they decide, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to focus all my energies on this. You know, saying that the Muslims are bad. Or let me shoot a bunch of people in a movie theater. There's no real rhyme or reason to these crazy fucks. It's, all, it's just they were crazy to begin with. And nobody took effort in hanging out with them, showing them a community. Because it's not the people's fault either. We don't have a system in place... For people gathering together with um, good intentions, you know, loving each other or whatever the fuck, and uh, being better people, growing and moving forward to a better position in life. Uh, churches used to play that role, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, you believed in your God, you wanted to do more for others than yourself, and then you guys kind of, you became friends with each other because you go to the same church and everything like that. Well, that shit died. So God's not a thing anymore. So what replaced it? Social media, which is more impartial, more or less social than you would think. So here you are on a Facebook post, you post something, and then that's it. And then you got other friends on the Facebook, and you guys have a conversation in uh, a phone. But in reality, you're still alone. You're just by yourself. 
Now, if you had a, a situation in which you had a group of people, you had to gather a community in your community, it, you got to force this shit. You know, you force them together to do good things like work out. I don't know, come up with a common good. Play a play a fucking board game, something. And that helps out the people who don't have families. That helps out people who don't have friends. And then, you know, with that positivity, you keep moving forward in that direction, then you just keep growing from there, you know? You'd be less inclined to start some shit, let's just say. But we don't have a system in place. I think, like like I said, my utopian society is people just doing martial arts or something like that. Something physical. Because being physical equals... A better you. And a better you is a better world, I think, you know? But we don't have that. There's nothing in place. You know, people are just kind of like flying off the seat of their pants, you know? They, they go to school, they hate it, and they go to jobs, they fucking hate it, and they're just lost, you know? And there's no in-between. There's no, no, we're more divided than any, any, any time in human history, I would think, you know? We don't have any unifying force, you know? And that's what we need. We need a way to unify people. And if we don't do that, you're going to have more and more people who just are lonely. They have no family, friends, people who agree with them, and no people they think they agree with or people they see on TV, you know, and they just kind of gravitate towards the negative. That's what people do. We're genetically uh, disposed to, 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 to go towards negativity. You know, that's how we grew up, you know. The the snake could kill you. That's all I care about. Not about the food that I have, about the snake that can kill me. You know, and then fast forward thousands of years, it's in our genes to just notice the bad things, not the good things, you know. That's a thing that creates a better person, I think. If you just notice the good things in life, you're good. Is there such a thing as, like, world hunger? Not as much as it was before. You know, food's everywhere. If you're a homeless person, you can thrive better. You know, you go dollar menu at the McDonald's or whatever like that. That, that. that didn't happen a lot, you know. I mean, there's a lot of ways to to be better, you know, and think better. And there's literature out there about how to be a better person. But we're not having these conversations. We're not having these ideas. We're, we're Facebooking things and we're do, living our lives. Most life is spent working and then like first going to school and then going home and then going to school and then coming home and watching TV and you go to and then you graduate, become a worker bee and you go to work, you come home, you go to work, go home, and then you die. I mean there's no in between. You I mean we we have systems in place like maybe you'll go out, maybe you'll hang out with your friends, maybe, maybe, maybe. But there's no definitive foundation for a human society, for America. You know, we did have it with churches, but we got rid of that shit. We're like, fuck you, churches. Stop raping kids. You know, and whatever on that. You know, I just think that the more and more we focus on the arguments that don't need to be had, we're going to lose to the arguments that do need to be had. Like, you're going to create more men. It's mostly men because they don't have a way to get their aggressions out. They don't have a way to push anything really to feel to feel needed to feel wanted you guys are just gonna just lash out in the world the society that's, that's brought upon this uh disenfranchised male population you know 50 percent of people you know that's that's not good you know and you got women taking over and pushing men down further down don't be a man toxic masculinity that sucks you know for a guy growing up it sucks you know he, Growing up to be 
you know, like you're you're the, you're what's wrong, you know, rather than you're what's good, you know, you could do good things too. You don't have to focus on the negative things and like and to manipulate the conversation to you could be good, just cut your dick off, or you could be good, just agree with all women. You could be good as long as you disagree with the victims only. You could be good as long as you follow this fucking narrative. You can be good, but if you follow the narrative of you want to fight, you want to you want to exercise by punching a punching bag. No, you're you're being toxic. You want to talk shit to your friends? Nah, that's toxic. Can't do that shit. You know, you want to talk to a girl? That's toxic too. How the fuck do you meet girls? I don't know. And that's what I think about this whole gun control. Now. That's actually actually more complicated. I didn't even get to my gun control thing. So you got that. That's the problem. You got dis. That's what I'm saying. The problem is not guns. It's the men that you're just leaving off to the fucking races. They're they're just out there fucking alone and just creating a, a cesspool of anger and nowhere to push this anger. Nowhere to push that energy. You know, this is an energy that cannot be destroyed. Or anything like that. It can't. It needs to go somewhere. It needs to fucking do something. And they're gonna explode and kill people. That's what's gonna happen. So what about guns, huh? You wanna blame guns? Check it. I think guns. If we have the conversation on why these men are doing it, then we can have a conversation on what to do with the guns. Now, like abortion, there's conversations that need to be had. Wins life. The gun conversation really is advanced. You can't talk about should we or should we not have guns until you talk about the fucking people that are doing it. Once you figure this out, okay, it's fucking guys. Then we can make a decision. Are we able to fix these guys in a timely manner? No. Get rid of the guns. That's why I think we should get rid of guns. Because you're not going to fix these guys. We're not having these conversations. Get rid of the fucking guns. Let them come up with a way of exploding things and, and all that shit, you know? Yeah, because I, I wish I could argue with somebody like uh, at that aspect of um, what do we do about the guns? You know, like a gun advocate with uh, guy. I mean, because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down in terms like this. Why the fuck are these guys doing it? We can have a conversation about that once we figure it out. Oh yeah, well these guys are just fucking crazy, and that's the way it is. I'm gonna ask the question: What do we do about that? Are we going to fix that today? Are we going to fix crazy people? What can we stop? We think, uh, I think we can stop guns way faster than I think we can stop crazy people. Because we, we are not willing to admit there's a problem with our society and how we're raising our kids and everything else. We're always going to raise crazy fucking people. As long as we don't admit that, that's just the way it's going to be. We can't figure out communities. We can't figure out how to raise a good kid. We think it's the parents' fault and blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of politics. But in the end, that's just not going to work. You're always going to have crazy fucking people. What we can do is just make it a lot harder. Just get rid of the fucking guns. Then it becomes a thing where you're going to argue, oh, yeah, what about the good people and they never do anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not shooting anybody. These crazy people are still getting a hold of these guns. If we just reduce the access, we're good. And you're like, oh, what about the illegal guns and everything? That's going to happen. And then that's it. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> I would lose, though. You know. Let's see here. Let me de delete this. Let me talk about thought processes. And I've been meeting to talk about that. I made a podcast a while back about thought, thought processes. And I was, was going to...
just push even more on this. I'm just going to revisit this conversation about thought process. And it's, it, it is as such. We aren't able to get rid of racism, sexism, guns, killing people, and things like that because we're not understanding the process of thinking that we're getting there. When you say, I'm not racist, but you say then in the same breath of the sentence, white men need to stop doing this, you are in fact racist. You just changed from, instead of being racist against black people or Indians or what have you, now you're racist against white people. And that process is, is still there. You know, you got in the 60s, simply you say it was stupid of us to have black people stuck in the back of a bus when they should ride the front of the bus, you know, or whatever, you know. Now we're getting to a point where it's soon enough we're going to start sticking white people in the back of the bus because we're able to make racist jokes about white people and not black people. Now, if we are not allowed to be racist towards black, make racist jokes towards any other other nationalities, then we can for sure can't make racist jokes about white people. If we can make racist jokes about white people, then the whole fucking thing is good. Same thing with the process of thinking of let's have more movies with black people in it as opposed to white people. Now you're just picking a race. Instead of having more movies with white people, you're having more movies with black people, you're still having the thought process of I need X race to be here, you know? And as long as we keep perpetuating that, we're going to always for all time be racist. hundred years from now, we'll get to a point where we've oppressed white people enough. And then after that, we'll be like, you know what? Fuck, we shouldn't be racist towards white people. Black people had it too good. And, da -da 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 -da. and then we'll never stop this endless waltz between I'm racist against this or that. Same thing with sexism, you know? Yeah, you got the women. Uh, we were racist, to, sexist to them, you know? Can't do this, stay in the kitchen, all that bullshit. And now we're like, uh-oh. Why is calling? Got an answer. Doing a 5K race later tonight. My wife wanted to know if I had any running shorts. I'm like, shit, I'm a, I'm a runner. That's what I do. Looks like they lost their dog. Outside, a lot of commotion going on outside, but it looks like they lost their dog or some shit. I don't know. What was I talking? Thought process? Yeah, okay, anyways. Yeah, you got thought process. As long as we keep saying, you know, women should be more women movies and women should do this and let's, let's take away men and put women in this role. That's a new thing nowadays. Gender flipping. Instead of bad boys, we'll have bad girls. <laughs> but we'll call it bad boys. We'll have bo uh, girls on the Boy Scouts. We'll have uh, so a lethal weapon with those two guys. Let's have two girls instead. I mean, that's that's what we do nowadays. You know, we're we're literally doing the very thing we did with with women now with men. And fast forward a hundred fucking years from now. Men might go, oh, we've been oppressed for a hundred fucking years. We don't ever have movies about men anymore because we're in the same process. Shit's equal now. Just let it be. If the movie has to be a female, let it be a fucking female. If the movie has to be a guy, let it be a fucking guy. And let society decide what they want to do. Don't force the agenda. And as long as we keep these thought processes alive and not realize it's a thought process, not... not what it is you know yeah yeah you just sexist against women no it's not that it's you got to keep shit equal you know i mean as long as you think like we should have more women in this or more women in that or more black people in this more asians in that you're being racist you don't even know it you know because it, it 
like we did back then with the other races. Well, we have to have more white people in here. We don't need no Asians. You know, that kind of thing. So, the fuck ever. You know, we're stuck. We're stuck in this fucking perpetual loop. Uh, companies using sleight of hand. I watched this documentary, and uh, it's just crazy how uh, it, it pointed out a lot of things where it was like, right or wrong it's about doubt it's not how companies and i don't even think companies i think most most manipulative um political campaigns do this a lot where they introduce an aspect that has nothing to do with the actual conversation that needs to be had like i said before earlier uh we're, we're, we're governed by these conversations that don't need to happen when there's conversations that do need to happen like abortion i don't think we should be talking about yes or no on abortions, freedom of choice, and this and that. We should be talking about what life is. You know, what is abortion? You know, if you can agree that at one month abortion is not life, and after that it is, then we can then have a conversation about is it cool to kill, you know, or not, which I'm I'm ready to have, you know, at any time. But. Um, it, and, and there's also unemployment, things like that. We keep pushing this stupid narrative of unemployment, things like that. If you want people to work easily, every single person, that's easy. It's called slavery. You know, it's give everyone a buck, give them a cent, give them nothing. They can work. It's not so much as unemployment. It's about the quality of how much money they're being paid to work. If you have more people working for money that can help them out, actually work for them if they could see a path then you're good but it seems like we're out to disenslave people where we're like yeah yeah we got jobs we got jobs everyone's a job you know you're working at mcdonald's it's a job <laughs> you know, like, i know you're living in the streets but you're working at mcdonald's that's the, that's the goal everything else will fix itself no that's not true if you start giving the people that have jobs money where they can do the things they want to do that might galvanize more people to work because they have there's a path to success you know, and it's a foolhardy thing to say that, yeah, if you work hard, you can achieve something. No, in actuality, you can work hard and not achieve something. That is a very possible thing. And in America, we have a lot of that. I mean, you get a lot of hard workers. You got, like, look at the, who picks oranges? That's pretty fucking hard work. You tell me that those guys don't work hard? Those guys work really fucking hard picking out oranges or strawberries or grapes in the fucking 100 degree weather or whatever or in cold. Actually, more in 100-degree weather. But that's that's what you got going on. And, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the arguments we, we, we have. We The politicians are doing a thing in which it's like, yeah, we're not about fixing the problem. We're about perpetuating it. So when you say people need more money, you say, you're right. People need more jobs. We should get more jobs and uh, go from there. And then it's a thing in which you're not even discussing about the quality of pay or anything like that. You're not even having the conversation you want to have. You're, you're too busy trying to argue. It's just, it's just like if you said something like, um, uh, this person uh, is steals and that's bad. Well, you're racist. Now, you, instead of talking about the guy who's stealing, you have to like qualify yourself to be not a racist to have this conversation. And you see it a lot. Like, uh, this is hate speech. Twitter does it quite a bit. They're like, this is hate speech. 
rather than have the conversation of what are you talking about this is hate speech i'm having a conversation about this x like say i like chocolate and you're saying it's racist now instead of me talking about chocolate like i wanted to or how you shouldn't have censored me i'm talking about how i'm not racist so it's like a, it creates a, a like a, an attack or a, a thing where i go backwards instead of forward in any kind of conversation so you can always like uh subjugate your people just by telling them uh something that they that has nothing to do with anything like say you're starving right you need food and we need food well you guys need jobs so you can get food. So let's try to work on that. But those Democrats, they don't want you to have jobs. Right? Blah, 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 blah. I want food. Give me food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have jobs, you can buy food. So let's talk about these jobs. These Democrats, though, they keep talking about not having jobs. Or reverse Republicans. They keep talking about not having jobs. This is crazy. And you're not even talking about the very issue that you give a shit about. You're talking about food. You say, I need a house. That's all I want is a house. Well, I hear you. So as long as you have free college, you can then go to college and then go to school and uh, then obtain a, a better job. Then, you know, you just you just moved it further away from a house, you know, as opposed to talking about how come I can't have a house? Well, because you don't have this job. See, that's your problem. See, you don't have this job. You have to go to college and da, 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 da. Meanwhile, you're aging. <laughs> While that's happening, you're aging. And there's a bunch of other little things that are just stopping you from getting what you want, you know? And that is how our government and how our society is. Conversations that are just being had, getting to the root of it. We're talking about guns where crazy fucking people are doing things. We're talking about abortion when we don't even know what a fucking abortion is. We don't know what life is. If it was a general consensus on what life is, then you can have a conversation about abortion. But we're not even fucking there. What else is out there? War. Like, should we fight war? Motherfucker, we haven't even declared war. Why are we even in these countries? Let's discuss that, you know? But we're talking about, oh, yeah, we shouldn't be in there. We shouldn't. We should be there. We shouldn't be there. We're trying to protect our interests. We're not. We're caught in this fucking weird-ass loop when we didn't have the conversation. We're not even allowed to be in these goddamn countries. <laughs> we have to declare war to be there. Ah, whatever. You know, that, and that's just the way it is. You know, you got to watch out for being uh, caught up in these loops. Like, for instance, here's a good here's a good one. Cigarette companies, they they literally had you believing that it's just okay, it's all right. They blamed everything else other than they had different arguments. So if you can't win argument, you just have to change the scope of the argument. That way, you're not even talking about if you're right or wrong. You're talking about something else that you doesn't even fucking matter. It's, they talked about how it's personal choice, you know. <laughs> it's people's fault, you know. We lied to you, but it's people's fault, you know. And um, you, you take a page to that to global warming. You got uh, people thinking, oh, yeah, global warming is not a thing. You just kept changing the argument. First you denied it, and then you said, you know what? Global warming does exist, but it's not people that's doing it. This is a natural phenomenon. And they're like, no, it, 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 it is, is people's fault. Now it's a thing in which, yeah, it's the people's fault, but there's nothing we could do because of economy. You know, like you keep changing the conversation rather than saying it's our fault, we got to do this. No, we can't do this because it's not our fault. We can't do this because it's a natural effect. No, we can't do this because it's just excuses. You're just having a different conversation. Well, shit is happening. Meanwhile, shit's still progressively pushing forward it took 50 years for us to stop cigarettes for you know 
being a thing that's dangerous. 50 years, you know, of them saying it's not, it's, it's you know, I know it causes fires, but it's really the furniture's fault because the furniture is very flammable, <laughs> which was an argument. And um, now we got, we got global warming. Now we've shifted the argument for the last like 20, 30 years, you know, from it's not our fault to it's natural to there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's the world. What's going to happen is we'll probably have to fight wars over that, over climate. <coughs> like, you have to do this because you didn't do that. Uh, sugar, too. I remember sugar was pushed as a thing that was okay. You know, carbs and everything like that. It's one of the four food groups, right? Like dairy and bread. That was actually pushed when I was a kid. Dairy, bread, and uh, meat, and I forgot what the other one was, but that's okay and that's very healthy. Bread's bad for you. It really is. Carbs are bad for you. Not all carbs. Like there's carbs in like say broccoli, you know, but not as much as say bread, you know. So if you could just stay away from bread, you'd be sad. But then the argument changed like, well, there's some bread you could take because they're complex carbs and things like that. You're still pushing the same kind of product. You just changed the argument just a little bit. And then it was a thing with, um, hey, just work out, you know. You can then get healthier that way. That's a fucking lie. You can work out all you want, but unless you're working out all day, every day, you're not going to be able to dispel the amount of sugar that comes into you when you eat, like a bread or a pasta or something like that. There's so much in there that it takes forever to get out, you know? Uh, let's see. Sugar. Yeah. Try, trust me when I say this. There's a lot of people that have told the stories to themselves that, you know what, I did work out, it just didn't work, or I did, I did diet that one time, it did not work. Listen, if you're one of those people, I want you to take your hand, okay, and make it, make it like, a, like a five. This will help you out. Make it like a five, like a five sign, right? And then put it as far away from your face as possible, and then really quick, bring it to your face as fast as humanly possible like the time it takes for when the light turns green and someone honks their horn because you're just taking too long that speed into your face and and like if blood comes out of your nose that's good too because you're an idiot i i say this is you diet and exercise isn't a thing you try like you work out and that's it that's the end of it <laughs> i tried for a month it's a forever thing you do it forever until you die until you physically cannot do this you do not you do not move away from it diet is number one and then right underneath it maybe a mile away is exercise but diet's everything if you just bring yourself to not eat as much you're good if you then like exercise you're sad you know and then that's forever right you could say oh, i did it for a couple of months or i did it for four months i could do it for a year unless you live for a year then you can make a valid argument. But if you're living for like 80 years, fucking exercise and, and eat well for that amount of time. And you will be a better person than you were yesterday. You know, I, I, I get that a lot from uh, some of my friends. Where I, go, oh, I try doing this. I try. Don't try. Just do. That's a, Just become your life. You know, if you if you could just do that, you're set. <laughs> and, 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 okay, know this. If you don't want to do this, just don't do it then. And then, and, and then whenever you think to yourself, oh, I'm too fat, just remember, you made the choice to not just do anything about it because you decided, oh, yeah, that one month that I did that or that three-month thing that I did, you know, 
Ah, I didn't do anything. No, bitch, you just do, do it forever. That's it. Every day, you know? I, I, I sick and tired of that bullshit argument. Like, oh, I tried working out for a couple months and just didn't work. <laughs> it's not about trying and doing. Eventually, after maybe 10, 15 years, maybe you'll see some effort. <laughs> I mean, that's unrealistic, but I'm just saying. Transgender versus feminist. Here's another thing. Transgender people versus feminists. These two fucking factions need to collide. And I say this again and again in, uh, in a lot of my podcasts. The reason why is this. You know, and like I don't care about both. I'm just saying, but it, it is something that just bothers me in my head. When you have a group of people, the feminists, that say, you know, men and women are equal, and women can do anything a man can. Okay, you got that group. Then you have the transgender people. I identify as a guy. Identify as a girl. So I'm gonna do girl things like wear high heels and da 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 buddha. But then you got a group of people saying that they're, they're equal. Then why is there a switch here? Why does a guy have to become other than a girl? <laughs> well, if they're equal, then you're really not switching anything. But they're not equal. So, I, you know, you got a, a people saying eh, they're all equal, and you got someone saying, no, they're not. Why the fuck aren't they two arguing? Why? Why is this not a fucking thing? I never understood that. Like, I. <laughs> I get the whole man can do whatever a woman can and women can do whatever a man can. I always thought that it's pretty equal and there's like differences across the board. You know, women, not all, but most, tend to want to raise kids better. And guys, not all, but most, want to protect, you know, and, and so on and so forth. You could read a shit ton of papers on this, but then you got women who think that just men and women are equal. That's that's my stance, but men and women are equal. Boom, done. 50-50. They can lift. That's why, you know, Olympic world records are different from men and women, you know, because they're equal. But whatever. Now you got transgender people. And they say, no, they're not equal because I identify as a female. Because I'm a, I'm a man, I think I'm a woman. And I want to do only things that women can do. If that's a fucking thing that a man says that, then why aren't the feminists coming and attacking them? And vice versa, women too. Like the woman who thinks they could be a guy. right? They switched over. Once again, they only want to do what guys can do only. Then what the fuck... Why ain't the feminists coming after them saying, hey, you know what, bitch? Women are the same as men and men are the same as women. Eh. I don't know. I just thought the two ideologies can't exist in the same world. They just can't, you know? Unless we're redefining what a transgender person is and we're redefining what a feminist is. That's the only way that works. But those two need to come at each other. Let me start erasing some of my fucking notes. Right, what was this? Transgender reality... And the story we tell ourselves, I'm a better than you because you're addicted to drugs while eating tons of sugar. People live in a bubble where it's all, some people call it ego, I call it the story. The story you tell yourself, you're like, I am a good person because I do X. But it's all about perspective in the end, right? I mean, you have a cell phone, but 
some fucking kid in Africa is enslaved to create these rare mineral minerals that goes into the battery of your phone. Meanwhile, someone in fucking China is being slaved out to create these fucking phones for you to make it cheap as fuck for you to own. And because of your need to have said phone, you are empowering these people to be enslaved. So you're pretty much no better than a slave trader back in the day, you know. People had slaves back then, but they really didn't, like, think of themselves bad people, you know. But here we are now, hundreds of years later, and you got people thinking, oh, those fucking assholes were racist and they're slaves. Reality, bro. We're all different and not, we're, we're all on some aspect of good and evil, you know. It just depends on the context and era of time you're in. You know, if you own a cell phone, you support slavery. Period. I mean, that's just the way it is. I have a cell phone, so there you go. That's where I stand on it. But I at least understand where it comes from. I mean, all sorts of stuff, like our computers, anything with the battery that has a battery in it is usually slaved out, you know? And that's just the way it is. And we tell ourselves the story of how we're good people, you know? Eh, you know, it's, we're not good, we're not bad. We're just people, you know, and then there's aspects of us that just profit from shit stuff, you know. Like another story we tell ourselves is like, I work out, and then you don't work out every day. <laughs> like, or something like that. Or I remember this one girl, I was like, hey, have you tried diet and exercise as opposed to just smoking pot? And uh, yeah, by the way, you know, weed's good. Yeah, I, I hear you. But for some reason, when she does the weed, it just uh, doesn't work for her, you know, just uh she goes ape shit and starts going crazy and shit. And so I was like, just die next one. And then her rebuttal was, I did it before and it didn't work. But that's, see, the problem there is you, you did it before. And it, then did you die and then come back to life? Or did you keep doing it? Now, if you were to say, I've been doing it for years, you just keep fucking doing it. Eventually it'll work. <laughs> you know, that's, I, I, I'm a firm believer in that. But the story she tells herself is weed is good, it doesn't affect anybody, and there's no negative consequence. But that's a fucking lie, you know. There are negative consequences, you know. Just like anything, right? Uh, there's people that think, oh yeah, drugs are bad. If you smoke weed, you're a bad person. Meanwhile, they're pounding sugar all throughout their day, you know, culminating in diabetes and what have you. You smoke weed to the day you fucking die, and not one medical effect will happen to you other than your mind but you're you're not gonna you know get cancer or anything like that as far as we know i mean this hasn't even been proven but there's nothing it's it it's the way it is but we know for a fact if you shit fucking eat enough sugar you will be type 2 diabetic you know you could lose a toe you know you could die of cardiovascular disease if you eat too much food but that's not illegal but weed is you know the story we tell ourselves you think you're better than somebody because you don't do drugs yet you probably i don't know rape kids on the side or fucking promote slavery with your cell phone or something like that you know or eat a shit ton of sugar or something like that i mean it's just that the way we 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 see ourselves and the way reality is are two different things you know it's the way it is and until we come to the terms of who we are as people i think i think we can never move forward as a human being you know if you keep lying to yourself about certain things i am a good person you know or i am a bad person i think you could ever make progress you know well, those are my thoughts on that 
Let's see here. What was that one lady talking about on Facebook? Ah, eh, I argued with this one lady on Facebook, and she's like no better than like uh, uh, one of the people who just kind of go with the the status quo. Everyone's like, oh yeah, fuck guns. And New Zealand and another country, they fucking shot up a b bunch of people, and I'm like, what the fuck? All right, here's another thing that people see. People begin these stories themselves and these thoughts that they don't even know what they're actually protesting or what have you. For instance, you got this lady or guy who became a lady. Um, what happened here? You got this lady. She... Um, or guy, she leaked uh, information to the WikiLeaks, proving you know that the government is spying on us and what have you and whatnot. And I posed, and he's all like, "This this person's a patriot. She's a hero." Blah 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 blah. And I go, "How is it you're okay with Amazon, and Facebook, and Twitter, which you know, Instagram, all these fucking social medias, anything you do online, really? You're okay with these private ind." companies, these corporations, uh, you're okay with them taking your data, learning from it, using the data of, the, of, of that, and uh, then buying companies in that, and then become, consolidating their power, owning more, more of the world that they already own, you know, and then, uh, you know, or knowing your data and selling your data to uh, some foreign group, you know, like you want, you want to you want to make a specific political ad for a group of people. Here's a group of people. This is what they're into. Go go and make this kind of commercial. You're okay with that. And a corporation's goal, all corporations' goal, are to do one thing. To make more money than the last year. That's it. And that's forever. Not to make less money or help people or anything, really. It's to make more money. That's it. The better the product, the better... See, and that's the thing. They, they have the monopoly of that. They have the ability, these corporations, to know what you want. It's their game in the system. It used to be if I built, built a better shoe, uh, I'll usually sell more. But if I'm a big company and I have all this data and you, you make a Nike, and what do I do? Well, you can make Reebok. I'll buy Reebok. So I own both. And I find that if I make some kind of a thing in which they're fighting each other, people will buy more and create this whole tribalism thing, you know? Because I have the fucking data. And that and why do I have this data? So I can be a bigger company and make more money. That is my fucking goal. That is what corporations do. What's the government's goal? The government's goal is to what? Protect us, right? Try to forward the nation and everything like that. Protect our interests, all that good stuff, right? And they're spying on us with the guy, with the guys with the with the hope of doing that, right? Even if they don't do it and they're nefarious about it, at least that's their mission statement. The fucking corporations like Amazon and them, you know, there is no mission statement like, hey, we're trying to protect you guys. We're just out looking out for you. No, it's we're doing this. You you want something from us? We're taking something from you. And in the end, you will be working for us in the end, you know, and that's the way it is. Now, who, who's, the wor who's the villain of this? Is it the government who, by their mission statement protecting us, or the corporation who doesn't give a shit? They have no mission statement. They're in for themselves. The government can be um, in for themselves, but at least they're fucking lying to you, if anything, you know? 
And why are we okay with these corporations fucking spying on us, but we're not okay with the government? It's just, it's just kind of, I don't know, what's the word when you're um, a hypocrite, you know? Supporting Chelsea Manning is like, is ridiculous because you're supporting somebody who fucking ratted out the government and you could shit on the government all you want but at least they're trying to look out for you try at least amazon's not looking out for you at all neither is uh facebook neither is twitter they don't give a fuck about you they are using you that's the way it is <laughs> so i just thought that was kind of weird you know, I pointed that out. But that's as far as it goes. He goes, as long as I know it's okay. You don't know what's okay. You don't know what they're doing. And that's the that's the thing. And no one's going to rat them out. You know, there's no there's no Chelsea Manning for Amazon. It's too big. It's too, I mean, like, Google how many companies Amazon owns. Google how many Google owns, you know. It's, it's a lot. You know, they're consolidating power. They're knowing things about you, creating digital profiles. And that's just the way it is. Meanwhile, the government, at least under the guise of helping you, is trying to trying to look out for your best interests, look out for terrorists and shit like that. I don't think Amazon's doing that. So, I mean, food for thought. Next time you want to shit on the government, you know. Which sucks because the government is owned by the corporations. You know, you're going to think, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, if you spend 70% of all... It, it just makes sense, right? I mean, if I get more money from corporations to get another campaign and to be, you know, to the next level of <clears throat> whatever fucking government position I want and I don't really have to please you. I just have to please a corporation and get more money. That makes sense, right? I'm just saying. It's not like there's some nefarious shit going on. It's just that here I am a corporation. I have a political agenda. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pay as many politicians as I can, you know. <laughs> Evil government. Ah, companies use slide of hand. I don't know why. Cigarettes, slide of hand, dieting. All right, well, that's all I got for my podcast. As always, if this is your first time listening, hey, thanks for listening to two hours of me shooting the shit with you. You and me have shared an experience between, you know, Trump shooting things and, you know, thought processes. You got to. Eye in the window of time of what we're doing now in this era of 2019. You get an eye in the window of my mind, you know, how I think and how I came to these conclusions. And uh, if you want to reach me, get me on that podcast for me at gmail.com or Facebook or at Twitter, you know, at, at, uh, Facebook, at podcast for me, you know. And uh, I will read your comments, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'll just paraphrase. <laughs> All right, as always with these podcasts, I like to end it with uh, an inspirational thing like be the better person than you were yesterday. That could be achieved and you can do it forever because you're never going to be perfect, but at least you can be better than you were yesterday, and that is fucking progress. And what do I mean by being better? Hey, diet and exercise. You know, I, I mean, working out makes you feel good. Work out till your lungs burn. That's what I say. It's a good feeling. I mean, after the fact, because you did it. it. Sucks doing it, but then afterwards, you're like, yes, I fucking accomplished it. If you create a habit, and that's what people are, there's just a bunch of habits that form. You create a habit of conquering challenges, then it gets to a point where that's what you do. 
you know if you you uh, challenge yourself every day working out or whatever you know and then defeat said challenge then you become a winner in your own life you become the hero of your own story and as always stay frosty everyone hey. it's the devil and the devil is free.